Nice. Very cool. So if you could have a, any superpower, what would it be? Man, I know this. I can say this instantly. I wish I could teleport. Really? Yeah, I wish I could teleport. To all your locations and film up super fast? Uh, I mean, yeah, that too, I guess. <laughs> but Save on gas? Save on gas and just being able to like I, travel. That, that's the thing about me. I love traveling. And it's the reason why I also wanted to be financially free, is to eventually be able to travel the world. Um, I mean, a fun fact about me is I'm like, I forget what the term was, but I feel like I'm scared of time passing by. Mm, yeah. You know, I'm scared of like I'm losing out on, on a lot of things. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm 22. A lot of people say I'm young, but for me, I just feel so, uh, not old already, but I just feel like, there's still a lot of things to do in life and it just scares me not being able to do everything, you know? So for somebody, cause you bring up a good point about, you know, being financially free is one thing, but we also run businesses that require a lot of your time. So mm-hmm. even though you may make really good money and, and all that, like you said about going to Vegas, you know, you don't have employees or anything. You're not at that point yet, but you really can't travel very much right now until you get somebody that can possibly watch your route or know how to fix a cup in a machine or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's got you got you and I both have a long ways to go before we yeah. get to the point where, you know, we can feel like we can go somewhere and, and actually get away and enjoy that time. So do you have a, like a plan, like, a you know, how many years you feel like you want to or how many machines you want to be at before you feel like you could step back and let somebody run it for you or something yeah um i would say maybe i mean well first i want to say that that's probably like a risk that every business owner has to take when they first start a business you know everyone every business owner knows that you're going to have to sacrifice one two three five could be even ten years of your life but that's going to be worth it because after that you know hopefully you'll be good compared to really just, um, I mean, working a job. So I, I know I can't really travel as much now, but I know it'll be worth it later in the end. Um, as far as goal-wise, I've never really thought about the end goal with bending. It's definitely something I want to do forever. I, I just really enjoy it that much. But I definitely want to be the biggest here in my city. You know, um, I'm at maybe, I'm about to be at 46 seven machines next week so my goal was a hundred by the end of this year uh-huh pretty big goal because it's basically doubling everything <laughs> and yeah. it probably won't have it because it's so expensive vending is so, is so expensive oh yeah um, especially with the machines i'm buying i'm, I'm just buying brand new machines not, not brand new but you know higher end machines right so it, it, it's um it's a lot for every location that i have to get but um i don't know i met somebody last year in august he is a huge vendor i'm forgetting what state he lives in but he has 2000 machines jeez yeah he he runs i think he even he runs multiple states um but yeah he he's huge so i mean even just seeing that kind of puts into perspective how big you can actually get so, yeah. I mean, before that, I probably only had a goal of maybe a, a hundred machines, maybe a thousand at the most, but yeah, being able to get that big, you know, it's, it's crazy. 
it's crazy to think about, but it's also doable. I think it's very doable. And I think when you get to a certain point where you feel like you can buy somebody else out or you feel like you can take over and, and you brought up a good point too. Like we, we only have new machines. We haven't bought any used machines just because, yeah. well, A, I don't know anything about machines. That's the first problem is I only learned what I watched from your guys' videos, but I don't know enough. Like Matt can fix one. I I can't, you know, mm -hmm. or those guys, most of those guys are probably, you could, I, I can't. So everything we bought, we bought from Wittern and we bought, you know, we, we learned the hard way that, there's a big difference between their executive line and their lower line. And mm -hmm. it's, I mean, it's like the machines are, I mean, it's like night and day, the quality is. Yeah. I mean, we ended up, we we, were, we ordered an executive and it was the time when they were having trouble getting all the chips and stuff they yeah. needed for the machine. And you couldn't get a machine. And he's like, why well, just finished a run of these lower level ones? Do you just want one of those? And our location needed a machine. And I'm like, yeah. And I was like the worst decision I ever made. Like it was, mm -hmm. There wasn't that much difference in price between the mm -hmm. two. You know, it was a few, a thousand or fifteen hundred or something, and it's like the worst decision ever. Because once you get up to that higher level, like everything is so much smoother and so much mm -hmm. nicer. So, to get started, I'd you know I'd say people could probably buy used machines and and lower level machines. But once you buy a nice machine, you can really see that you don't need to fix it. Like you mm -hmm. don't need to go there, and you know if you have problems, everything's under warranty and you know, all that kind of stuff. So what do you normally buy? You buy all Wittern now or do you buy some other stuff too? Um, Wittern is my favorite brand. So I do like them. Uh, drink machines. I mean, I just use those glass fronts for every location now at this point. So, uh -huh. um, but if I'm buying like a snack, it would be either Wittern or Crane. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been, um, I, I never really liked Crane. Well, at least they're, they're older machines. Because I feel like they were always too glitchy. I've always heard a lot of things about you know them being glitchy. Even the ones, even the older cranes I have right now. Um, well, I'm thinking of like their. Have you seen those crane machines that that have like the LED colors yes. on them? Yep. Yep. So it, it's it's kind of complicated because they have two versions of those. So they have the older models, and then they just came out with their like new model that looks exactly the same it just has a bigger screen like the touch oh. screen is just bigger um i think it's i think the old one was maybe seven inches and the, their newer ones is 10 10 inches their newer ones are, are good i've seen a lot of videos a lot of videos on the touch screen it looks so responsive um they look like good machines but the older ones uh with the smaller touch screen um like that touch screen is just so glitchy sometimes i, I have a couple of those and it's not it's not horrible, but it, it's definitely glitchy. I mean, I have some Wittern. I don't know if you've seen the Wittern Evoke machines yep. with those big touchscreen. Yeah, those are uh, nice. Yeah, those are really nice. Those are, that's probably my favorite machine. Um, <laughs> you get I all just, smiley when you talk about it. <laughs> they just look so nice. They do. Um, They're it, cool. It's funny yeah. because every single time, so it's my girlfriend Liz. She's the one that runs most of the route. Um, I'm kind of like the like the brains of the operation and make sure everything's running smoothly. But sometimes when I go with her to fill up machines, you know, uh, we'll stock it up, fill up the drink, we'll fill up the snack. And every single time I won't miss, I'll literally stand there and just admire the machines for like 30 <laughs> seconds. It's, it's really hard not to. Yeah. Um, yeah. This thing about me, it's just that's how much I enjoy it. You know, I, I look at a fully stocked machine and it's just like, wow, like, you know, like good job. It just it looks nice. Yeah, it makes you feel proud.
It does. And, it, and, it, and you know all the work that went in to get it to that, too, I think is part of it, too, is that you, you know, you have you had to get first you had to get the get the location, get the machine, get the product, you know, get everything stocked. I mean, it's like you got to program it and then you go there and it's working and yeah. you go and you collect money and it's, you know, it's its, its own little business. Like each mm-hmm. one's its own little. It's just super cool. I mean, I can't think of something more fun and more entertaining than especially like we only have the executive model. We don't have any of the touchscreen ones yet. We haven't got to that point. But um, even those, just the way they work and mm-hmm. and everything that they do are just it's so nice. Like they're just awesome machines. So we're very we're happy with our winners. We love them. We wouldn't. Yeah. And the Bedmax are awesome. And so theirs are great too. Um, what is one idea in the vending world? that experts say that you disagree with? Uh, man, there's definitely been a couple. Uh, for one, I have a couple actually. Okay. One, I would say those Bethmax machines. I talk to a lot of people, a lot of big people. Everybody says to stay away from those because as we mentioned, you know, one drink gets stuck, the entire machine goes down and then you have to, you know, you lose out in sales. Um, I don't think, but, but the thing is just, the thing is that I think in the end it is worth it because I haven't had as many issues myself to where I have to like, be like, okay, it's not worth it. Yeah. And I have to use a different machine because besides that machine, I mean, what other machine, you know, looks as good. I know Wittern has a glass front drink machine, but, um, it's like the coils. I don't know if you've seen that one. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, which looks nice but it actually has less capacity than the Bethmax. and then at the same time it has that elevator which you know is still an, ele- an elevator and it's such a new machine that nobody knows if it's actually a good machine or not yeah how well it's gonna do right yeah um but with Bethmaxes, i mean there's some it's older it's older machine but they still make new ones that there's still a lot of parts out, out there that you can fix yourself um so it, it, yeah, I've heard a lot of people say to stay away from those machines, but I think that if you learn how to actually work it, it's not a bad machine. I mean, yeah. I get a call, they tell me, hey, it's not working. I, I ask them like, okay, what's going on? They tell me, I know exactly what's wrong with it. So I'll go in there, takes like a couple minutes to fix it, and then it's good to go. Well, I've had more trouble with the the old school ones than those. I'm with the 501s, I've had more problems with, with cans getting squished or... Yeah things getting jammed or the shims coming off or I mean all kinds of stuff that you know are out of your control and you don't really know and then all of a sudden unlike the Bedmax you got to take out 50 cans of drinks yeah. to get to the bottom <laughs> to fix it you know and then put them all I mean so it's like three times as much work I don't know to me I love those machines and mm-hmm. I wish that they'd go outside or like in a shop you know because yeah a lot of times you can't, they they won't let you put them in those in the outside or anything. But it'd be nice if you could, because I'd love to have all bed maxes. Like you said, mm-hmm. they're just great. I don't know. We haven't had we've knock on wood. We haven't had a lot of problems with with those machines. What else do you do they say that you don't agree with? Uh, man, I'm sure there's a few more because there's a lot of times where I mean I'm still fairly new, so of course other people probably know better than I do. But um, another small ones, maybe stuff like. This is more opinion related, I guess, but I know some people talk about whether you should get the machine first or the location. A lot of people say get the location first. Uh, I think you should get the machine first, if anything. That way you actually know that it works. And especially if you're a beginner, I always tell everyone get the machine first 
and learn every inch about that machine before you place it. So by the time you get an issue, you know exactly how to fix it. Yep. Um, so machine first, ah, man, what else? What, what do you think? Well, well I think you're right because we we learned the hard way. I mean, we, we like I said, we we got our locations first. And so she went out, Amelia went out one day and got seven locations. Because <laughs> she watched your videos and, and, and watched a, a few other ones. And they all said, like you said, get your locations first and get your machines. And so I told her, let's go out for the day. And we went out and she got seven locations the first day. I said, okay, we got to stop. That's enough, you know. But we did, the, we did what you're saying. We ordered the machine. I watched, I don't know how many videos on how to set them up. You know, I talked to the guys on the phone and like, when it, and they delivered it to the location. So, I mean, it, you know, it comes on a pallet and everything. And then I had to watch a video on how to take it apart and like how to, you know, cause they don't do anything. I mean, they say white glove delivery, but I mean, it's basically, they bring it there to the spot yeah. and like drop it. That's pretty yeah. much it, you know? So I had to take it all apart. I had to like put the change in it. I had to do it and program it. And so, I mean, it is very smart, like you said, to to get the machine first, but you have to be able to move it, you know, to your location. That's yeah. the one thing that a lot of people don't have the ability to do either is put it in a car and take it somewhere, you know, like you had mm -hmm. your little, I saw in your original videos when I was watching them, you were in like your little two door car. Yeah. Like I'm <laughs> filling up yeah. machines and stuff. And I'm like, it's kind of hard to move a full size vending machine in one of those, you know, yeah. but it is very smart to learn or to, or to maybe even become friends with somebody in the, that's even your competition and just introduce yourself and said, I'm brand new. Can you teach me? And they may, I mean, most people who do vending are nice that I've met, yeah. you know, you're not interfering with their business most of the yeah. time. Yeah, what I've noticed is that the vending community is nice, but probably not when you're actually like in their city, you know, because of course nobody wants that extra competition. Right. Because um, I, I mean, I couldn't imagine probably going to my biggest competitor here and you know, asking for help. Maybe, who knows, like you said, there is some, there is some nice people, even some, some bigger vendors out there. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's a there's actually a vending event that goes on every year down here in Texas. It's for vendors in Texas only. Um, I went for the first time last year, and that's that's where I told you I met the person that uh, runs thousands of machines. Right. So there's some big people uh, that go there, and I met somebody that is here in Dallas as well too. But yeah, I mean, it, I think if you're in in the community with them, then yeah, they can help you out. Yeah. Yeah, everybody was really nice to us. I mean, well, a lot of us too, because of Amelia and because, you know, Sam, everybody's nice to the kids, but hmm. everybody's been super nice and like very helpful. And, and even the, um, what's his name? I can't think right now with, at Wittern with the glasses. Um, God, he's so nice. Um, um, who, are you talking about vending.com or? Yeah, vending.com. And what's his name? He's like in charge of the, the, Todd? Of the surf. Huh? Todd or somebody else? Well, Todd's the one I bought my machines from. So he's yeah. the one that we got all of our, he's, he ordered all of our machines, but there's a guy, I can't think of his name right now for some reason, it's not coming to my head, but he's bald, he's got glasses mm -hmm. and he's super nice. He's like the service guy. And he like, he's in all the videos. Like if you watch him, he's he's the one mm -hmm. doing the videos. Oh, stuff. okay. I can't think of his name, but he was really nice. Like he walked me through the thing and he's like, Jonathan, just calm down. <laughs> like everything will be fine, you know, calm yourself. I'm like, okay. But yeah, no, everybody's been really cool. And I think that, it's hard to get through to Wittern right now. It seems like they're, they're, you know, their customer service, like it, it takes hours sometimes yeah. to get through to them now where it wasn't like that a year ago, but they still have great machines. So we're, 
For customer service, are you going directly to uh, vending.com or are you going to vendnet? Uh, vendnet now. Okay. I was going to vending.com and I was actually calling Todd and then he would transfer me over. Yeah. That, was, that was the only way I could get through because <laughs> I would try to call the main line and I would never get anywhere. So I'd call him I'm like, can you, tra can you pass me through? He's like, yeah, no problem. So he'd send me over and that was how I was getting through. But um, we do, do you do on your machines, you have all NIACs, right? Or do you yeah, all NIACs. Uh, I actually got pretty upset like a couple of weeks ago because I have a box with literally like 15 readers that don't work. Really? And only, yeah, and I've only been in the business, business for like four years. So the fact that I have 15 readers that don't work in less than, you know, four years is, is crazy to think about. So like I hit them up and I was like, yo, like, get a box of readers. Like, you know, is there anything we can do? And of course, it's out of warranty. They only give you like, a, it's, you get warranty for like a year, which, you know, I feel like it should be minimum two years, if anything. So yeah, I was like, hey, like I got a bunch of readers that don't work, and then also it's like really hard to get in, you know, a hold of them when you have issues with readers. So I was doing research on other companies. Like I even kind of like thought about moving over to another company, like maybe Cantaloupe, but Nice is the best one. It yeah. really is. I mean, it sucks that their customer service is like horrible right now. Yeah. But hardware-wise and software, they they are the best. So we have because we were we got really lucky because they were actually going through a change right when we bought our vending machines at the beginning of last year, and they went with those new. They have new Pico Mini Cantaloupe yeah. machines with the touch screen, and they were switching over everything to those. And so the mm -hmm. first ones that we ever got were those. So we got really lucky. And they have that office or that 365, it's not Office 365, it's 365 Marketplace support. 24 yeah. hours a day, seven days a week, they answer the phone. And it doesn't matter, they will answer the phone anytime and you get through to somebody every time. So as far as customer service wise, we have just those on our vending machines and they work great. And they have the planograms and all the stuff with the, and it's really simple to do so. But then on our amusement side, we have all NIACs because the Picos Minis don't have Pulse so yet. They don't have a Pulse cable yet, so we can't use those on the. So I've been happy with both. And in the Discord that we have, you know, with Matt and everybody and, and David and all that, there's a guy that works for Nyax in there. Mm -hmm. So I'll have to get you in contact with him because he will help you with everything. And so he's worked there for like 12 years and he knows the ins and outs okay. of everything. So I'll have to get you in contact with him because that's the only thing we can do through NIAX now is through him because you yeah. can't get through to anybody. So I don't think we'll switch out our machines just because I really like when it comes to the vending stuff, like I, I, I know the least amount about vending machines. So I think mm -hmm. we'll probably keep, keep those the way they are, but I don't know if I'll be buying more of the cantaloupes for those. I don't know. We'll see. For the Pico Mini, um, are those the castless? What does that you mean? Know? Um, well, so the reason I ask is because with, with these kiosks, actually with every kiosk out there, um, except for, uh, so with these kiosks, I, I can't put a Nike reader on it because it's some sort of like partnership or whatever that they have with, um, 365. Right. So I can, so I can only use the, the readers that 365 owns, which I think you mentioned was the Pico Mini. Yeah. Uh, which I think are also called the Castless. It's the new ones, right? With the touchscreen. Yeah, so, you're gonna yes. love them. Honestly, they're great. Like they. I hope so. 
No, you will. I promise. And and I and you know what's really cool too, is that you can actually put ads on them. So you okay. can you can design something and have your logo and stuff mm-hmm. on the actual touch screen. So we have like three or th- three or four things that flash. You know, like our yeah. number and stuff. There's some neat stuff you can do that you can't do with Nyax on those. I don't know. I think you're gonna mm-hmm. like them. And then the support you get from 365 Marketplace you're going to love because they will answer the phone. I seriously, like, I kid you not, because we were in Vegas last year and we had a problem with one of our machines and I had to call them like at one or two o'clock in the morning and they answered the phone. (laughs) And I'm like, how is that? Seven days a week, you know, 24 hours a day. So you'll be happy, I think, with with them with that. Mm -hmm. So we've had really good luck with them, but we, and I probably would have gone with them if they would have offered Pulse, but they didn't offer Pulse for the, Mm -hmm. so I couldn't do that. I had to go to Nyax for the, yeah claw machines so they're supposed to be coming out with them but i think you'll like it you i think you'll it'll the pico minis anyways i've heard horror stories about the, the regular cantaloupes but the mm. the pico minis have been they've been really good for us so yeah it's good to hear because i mean i know somebody that uses those uh pico minis on his kiosk and uh, not that they're bad but he just says that they can sometimes like take a long time he, they're a little like, slow yeah, yeah. they're slow and i mean with kia with vending is probably not that big of a deal but with a kiosk i mean i'm guessing if you have it like in a big break room and then everybody has their break at the same time and he comes in and wants to buy something you yeah. know he was telling me that it takes like eight seconds per, per transaction so yep that's about um, right that's about right he's right about that so it does take a little bit of time like i don't know how fast the nyacs are per transaction i know that we we're at our boba shop and she had a little claw machine and there were some high schoolers and they had the Apple Pay on their phone yeah. and they were just like, blink, 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 you know, like super <laughs> fast on the next, just adding money to it. And I'm like, yeah. man, that's quick, you know? So they were, so they could play their claw machine. I was like, that's really cool. But I don't know. I think you'll like it. I guess it remains to be seen, but I know you'll love the customer service because they answered the phone. So mm-hmm. that's the one thing that we really like about those, which you don't get with the NIAX, but I'll get you Matt's phone number and you can contact him because he's really good. Okay. So. What do you think is a common myth in the vending industry? Um, Anybody tell you anything that wasn't true in the beginning that you heard that you were when you were getting started or? Not really, because I literally started on my own. You know, <laughs> I, right. I didn't. I, I had no videos to watch or nobody to follow to tell me anything about the industry. Everything I learned was on the way. Uh, I did have a mentor which is the person I buy my machines from. So I learned everything from him on fixing the machines. Everything else I did learn learn myself. Uh, so not really anything, but I know a lot of people say that vending, people say that the biggest myth in vending is that it's not passive. You gotta put in the work, um, which I think is true. Cause I mean, for example, for us with 45 machines, I mean, it, it's a, full-time job at this point basically you know it's mm. Monday through Monday through Friday but I feel like eventually if you get big enough and you start hiring people it can be pretty passive yeah. I mean just like with any other business really mm-hmm. no you're right 100% yeah I think just doing when you're doing it yourself and I think I think what a lot of people just need to realize is that different vending is different work so like if you're gonna get into amusement, it's a lot easier. If you're gonna do gumball machines, that's the easiest. You know what I mean? You just sit there and you come back in a month and collect your money yeah. and wipe it down, and then you know that's the easiest. And then you know, 
or honor boxes or something like Dominic does. But then you get into, you know, amusement, then you need a little bit more work because you got to fill it up and whatever. But it's still, I was telling Amelia, I said, you realize that we went into that boba shop and you filled up that machine and you wiped it down, uh, set your credit card to cash collection. And then, and we were out of there in five and a half minutes. Wow. And I'm like, that's insane. You know what I mean? Yeah. So once a week she goes in there, we take more time driving to the locations than she does like at the locations. And that's mm-hmm. with filming and everything, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty good, you know? But, but then like when you go into like vending with full line, you got to prep your stuff and kit everything. And so it's a little more, it's a little more involved. That's the most work, but I think it's also kind of the most fun, honestly. I, I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, something I've realized is that, um, I guess with everything else too, but vending is not for everyone, you know? Yeah. Like, like you said, you, you have to enjoy it. If you don't, um, you know, like it's not something you can really scale because you really have to have a passion for it, especially to be able to give like a good service. Because like I mentioned to you, I've been getting half, half the locations I have right now are probably from then kicking out their current service. So that's how much people just don't really care. Yeah. Um. Even like me, like products have to be in a certain slot. That's how, <laughs> that's how much. That's how seriously I take it. Because. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and my girlfriend hates that about me, you know. But I think it's I think it's like a like a like a mental thing. I think it really plays into that. You know, if a customer sees it, it's like a layout. Like. It, it's not just the product, but like the colors. The colors have to be spread out. You can't have two uh, bags of chips that are both red right next to each other. Yeah. You know, so it's, I don't know. Hopefully I'm not weird. It's No, 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 because it's <laughs> funny you said that because Amelia and Sam are, are, are exactly the same way. And like when we were setting up the newest machine for our dealership location, that was, we were both doing, we were kind of all doing it together. And I and that was the one thing that Sam and Sam and Millie both looked at each other when I'm like, oh, just put the 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 wavy lays and the Doritos can go right here, and they're like, no, that <laughs> that can't work. Yeah. You need to have the wavy lays got to go down here because they're red and those are red, and you can't. And I'm like, oh, sorry, you know. So we would, but they're the same way, and it does. I think when you walk up, like it's just the best feeling ever when you walk up yeah. and you just see a machine and it's full and it just all the lights are on and it just looks. I don't know. It's something about it, and I think you're right. I mean, I think you either have that that itch or you don't and it, it, it is really cool because it is your work too on top of it so it makes yeah. you proud you know and i think liz has got your number i mean she knows she knows how to work yeah. good too so yeah so what is your favorite part of the business and what's your least favorite part of the business um my favorite part i would say is seeing how people how excited people actually get so seeing our customers excited uh, it just makes me feel good really providing a good service that's really it that's my favorite part i love seeing people's faces when we bring in some really nice machines in there and they start using them um we offer such a large variety on machines um Mm -hmm. i mean i I don't know if you've seen some of our like machines but we have so much variety so people really enjoy using our machines and um i mean really yeah it's just really the the customer service is my favorite part they always tell me, hey, can you put this in the machine? Can you put that? And I'm, I'm happy to, you know. The, the, the worst part, I would maybe say, is the driving. Yeah. The driving. I hate driving. 
yeah. which surprisingly, it's you know, more you hate other drivers, right? More than driving. Yeah. It's just people uh, driving like idiots. I don't know what it's like in Texas, but in California, they're really bad. So, yeah. well, it's really the drive to the locations because we live in such a big city that our two furthest accounts from each other are maybe like an hour and a half. So, I, and I think the closest location from our warehouse right now, but actually we just got, got one a couple months ago. That's our closest one now. It's like literally across the street from us. <laughs> um, so that's the closest one. But before that, I think it was maybe 25 minutes. Right. And it's probably like two miles, huh? <laughs> it's uh, probably not so far. It's just, it takes a long time in the city, I bet, to drive everywhere just because it's the city. I, mean, yeah. I we. We don't have a lot of traffic. I mean, I can't imagine how much traffic you guys have in Cali. Um, well, we're in, we're in Northern California, so and we're in a really small town. So we're yeah. we're out in the middle of a bunch of rice fields up here where <laughs> I live. So there's not much here. We're living in farming community, and then all of our machines are outside of us. So we we're kind of in the center, and then we've got them everywhere around us. So we have to drive quite a ways, except for the ones that are in town. But everything else is at least 20 to 30 minutes away before we even get to you know, where our, our little route is. So mm-hmm. we got quite a ways to go before, just because we, we just live in the middle of nowhere. So it's yeah. like for us, we got to drive to go to anything. You had mentioned having a bunch of variety in your machines. When you got started, because this is something we kind of learned, is that we bought, you know, the, in, a, in, a, in an executive 40, there's 40 slots, right? In your snack yeah. machine. So we bought 40 different items that went into the snack machine. And then we filled it all the way up because we've seen all the videos and everybody fills their machines all the way up. And yeah. so we thought we had to buy us. And we had four machines, you know, that's what we started mm-hmm. with. So then of course, after two months, all of our stuff or one more like five months, everything expired because yeah. we filled it all the way up with everything and you never sold anything. So how many machines do you think, like at what point did you feel like you could actually buy all that different those different types of products to be able, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if, you know, if you have a month or so where something doesn't sell in one machine, you can take it and move it to another location that does sell real well. And there's kind of cycle. We've learned that, but we had to get to, you know, quite a few machines before we figured out how to do it right. And then mm-hmm. you don't always fill it all the way up either. We only yeah. fill it, you know, how long, how many machines do you think, or how long did it take you to learn about that? Um, I would say pretty quickly, but the thing, the good thing about my locations, even starting out was I had some good locations when I first got started. So the first machine I totally, you know, we got kicked out, we put into the barbershop. That barbershop was maybe doing like 900 a month, which is, is decent, you know, for for a combo machine. So that was doing pretty good. So I didn't have an issue with stuff going bad in that location and then after that i ended up buying a route actually so it was three locations with nine machines but when i say i got a steal for this route like i i'll never see a route price this good like ever again but it was three locations it was nine machines and it was good machines you know not like the nice machines not, not like the nice machines I have now, but they were good quality machines. It was Crane and Dixon Arco. Um, I paid 4500 Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. That's one machine most of the time. It's not yeah. nine. Yeah, yeah. That's usually so one machine. It was nine, and they were all placed. Uh, it was somebody that was getting out of the business. He had started it for his kids who just went off to college, so he had no reason to keep it. Um, 
So he he was selling it. He just wanted to get rid of it. And I turned those locations around, like literally, like because before he had no credit card readers on any of the machines. In one location, for example, um, it was just the old crane machine. It was um, a Dixon Narco drink machine. That location, the first month, did maybe 300 altogether mm-hmm. for the entire month. So eventually, like a year later, when I replaced those two machines, I put a nice glass front bed max in there. Um, I put a nicer snack machine in there. I put some credit card readers on both. That location is now making like 1500 on a good oh, month, 1800 oh, nice. So it literally doubled. All locations, I, I basically doubled with adding new machines and credit card readers. Um, so I, I never really had that issue of having product go, go bad. The, the only thing I always filled up was the chips. Yeah. Chips have always been a really good seller for me. The candy, the chocolate, and, and the pastries too. Pastries always filled up to the back. Candy and chocolate, always just halfway. Um, but yeah, so from the very beginning, the first the first year, I was able to play around with product without having to go back, which I've been meaning to, now that, you, now, now that we're talking about that, I've been meaning to ask, because I, I watch, when I watch Matt videos, you know, I see him fill up his vending machines and I haven't, I have heard him talk about it in the past and why he does it, but he fills up his machines to the back, yeah. or at least from the videos I've seen. Yeah, which I never understood. So I gotta ask him that when I see him. Yeah, because I and I asked. I should I should ask him too because I was wondering the same thing. Because like, he says he goes to those locations quite a bit, but the money you know he's pulling on the machines, like, you know I I think he's going. He must be more time in between or something. And then some things he sells out like a lot, mm-hmm. you know. And then some things don't sell, but he still fills them up. And so I'm still trying to figure out. You know how he's working everything because yeah. I'm trying, you know, and and I know he does well and I know he knows what he's doing. And and so like I I'm like you, like I like to learn, you know, I like mm-hmm. to learn why people do certain things. And that's I, I started watching um you and then I was watching um what's his name? Um oh the guy that I can't think of his name right now. I don't know why, but he he was he called himself Bear, you know, Big Bear or whatever, and he did the mm-hmm. A- a- oh, um, AFC or AKC or what was AFC, it? AFC vending, I think. AFC vending, yeah. AFC I used to watch vending. his stuff because like it was great because I'd sit there and he'd have the GoPro on his head and you know and he would just hours just stuffing. That's how I learned how to put chips in. That's how you know what I mean just from watching mm-hmm. him. But um, he was he you know everybody always filled up their machines all the way. So we just thought that's what we were supposed to do. So we were just yeah. buying like thousands of dollars worth of stuff you know, at Sam's club and like, and kept filling them up, even though they weren't, you know, completely empty. And we mm-hmm. learned the hard way not to do that, but it also gets really hot here too. I don't know if I'm sure in Texas it gets hot too, but yeah. so like during the summertime in one location, their air conditioning went out. And so we lost all of our chocolate and we'd filled it all the way up like the mm-hmm. day before. And so we lost all that chocolate because wow. it, it wasn't bad. We took it home and ate it, but it was like, you know, everything was like, Meh. yeah, <laughs> so like, yeah, we have uh, one location that's in a warehouse that doesn't have AC. It's the only one. And in the summer when it gets hot, all the chocolate used to melt. So we had to replace it with like a, um, like a, a cooled snack machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not a, it's not a combo. It's literally just a snack machine, but it has a compressor in it. So nice. Um, yeah. Very cool. 
So what would, what advice to new and old business owners or people that are starting to get in the business, what's your biggest advice? A couple of things that you, you mm. could tell people. Best advice would be to buy the right machine. That's really why people get into the business and then quit is because they're not buying the right machine. I mean, of course, the hardest part is finding a location. Right. But after that, like if you don't, if you find a location, but you don't have a good machine, you know, you, it's not going to work out. Yeah. It's really all about the machine. That's, that's like the face of, of your business. It's the first thing a customer sees the actual machine. Um, so you want to make sure like it's, it doesn't have to be brand new top of the line, but it has to be, you know, a, a decent machine that works and you know how to work it. So if you know how to do that, then, then you'll be good. Or you can get them wrapped like you do. Yeah. Man. On it. I, I want to do that to it. all of my machines. I wish I could, but it's hard. Like I tried watching my friend wrap the machine so I can learn and do it myself, but it's hard. I probably won't do it again. No, it's a skill. Like you yeah. need, it's like the people that do, I mean, they know what they're doing and they know when they see a bubble, how to get it out. And they, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's a serious skill. Like I, my buddy does it on cars for people with logos and stuff. And, and he's like, he goes, you just need to, you learn, you know, you learn how to do it. And so, yeah, I was surprised when I saw you started doing it, you know, before yeah. your buddy took over, I was like, he's going to mess this up. <laughs> I know he is. He's going to be buying some new stuff. Cause that's hard. I can't even put the I can't even put the screen on a phone. You I mean like a new phone? That oh comes. yeah, screen protector. <laughs> yeah, even yeah. though it's got the little thing that you put over it, where you just put yeah. supposed to just yeah, not me, not me. So it's funny because I knew from before I even filmed and planned the video that I wasn't going to even try to wrap it. Yeah. So I already knew I was going to um, have him. Um, that that's the thing about YouTube. You know, there's a lot of things that you do for entertainment. Yeah. So of course, you know, most people thought, oh, like yeah, he's gonna try wrapping himself. But I, I had him come at the last minute. <laughs> nice. So what can people expect from you and your channel and your business next? Besides your market, which is awesome, what else you got going on? Yeah. Uh, well, talking about that market, I don't think I'm going to actually put that on YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'll probably, if people follow me like on social media, um, I will post it like when I'm there filling it up, but I, I won't be making like a full video about it. Just because this location is um it's it's more like secure. They have like a, a smaller break room. I couldn't really go in there, you know. Hey, what's up guys? Let's start putting these coolers in because yeah. it's right next to their office. Uh, so it's more of more of like a privacy thing. But yeah, I'll definitely share that on my social media videos wise. I really want to be more consistent. I mean, people know this by now. I post once a month, maybe. Yeah. Um, and it's not because I don't want to it's just because um i feel like i've done everything with vending you know videos yeah videos wise i've done so many collection videos i've done challenges um i still enjoy making videos but i feel like sometimes it can get pretty repetitive filming it and saying what i'm saying because it's always like hey guys you know welcome back to a brand new video today we're filling up some vending machines uh <laughs> let's go collect some money hey guys you know we're at sam's which people it, it's just really me not my viewers because my viewers still love watching that you yeah. know um i mean my last two videos blew up so i know people still enjoy watching vending videos it's just you know harder for me sometimes but I still definitely enjoy making videos. I'm still going to continue. Um, it's really just coming up with ideas 
Um, if not, eventually, hopefully, I'll probably branch out into something else. I mean, I would love to own a laundromat, so. Heck, yeah. How cool would yeah. that be, man? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, maybe in the near future, because the goal right now is to buy a house at the end of the year. When are you getting married? Yeah, so everybody wants to know. Ah, well, I thought I might, I might hear here first. No? <laughs> no, I will tell you this. Everyone's waiting. Um, yeah, of course, my girlfriend's waiting. Everyone's <laughs> asking. Nobody, nobody knows when, but I do know when. Ah, nice. So good man. At least, at least, you know, I know. Um, she's a keeper, man. She takes good care of you, so it'll be yeah, good. Yeah, no, she's she's helped me out so much. Um, we met in high school, and she she was there when I gave up with those gumball machines. She's seen me <laughs> uh, struggle so much and and get mad at machines because I can't fix them. So she's been through it all. Nice. Well, she stuck with you. That means a lot. Very cool. So what would be one final thought you'd like to leave everybody with? What would you like to tell everybody before we go? Um, I would tell everyone to, sounds might be kind of cheesy, but, you know, really kind of follow your dreams and do something you want to enjoy. Because going back to what I was telling you, I'm really scared of time passing by. I, I just hate the thought of like, you know, I don't know. I hate thinking about it. It's fine. I even get into that. But I wouldn't want people to get old and be like, you know, what if I could have done that? What if this? What if that? Um, I always tell my girlfriend, like, you know, make sure like every single day, like you're grateful. And like, I, I always tell her, like, you know, let's try not to get mad at each other because you never know when your last day is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pe- every day people don't wake up. So it's something I, I really take really seriously. Um, I used to work a lot, literally every day, Monday through Sunday, sometimes even all day, especially when I started my online exotic snack store. Yeah. It was it was an odd it was a twenty all day every day thing. I would sleep for, for maybe two, three hours. I would eat garbage food, you know, fast food every single day, sleep a couple hours and then work all day. And last year I got sick a lot. You know, my health was really bad. Last year alone, I probably went to the doctor like 25 times oh one wow. year. yeah no, nothing like major like to worry about but like it was just so many different small things that i was like okay you know i gotta take my health seriously and, and make sure I, I enjoy life more so i try to take weekends off now and, you know and enjoy as much as i can even if it's like small things where we're just like watching a movie or like you know we're like let's go let's eat at a new restaurant you know, something new, always something new. Every weekend we go to a brand new restaurant we've never been to before. Oh, that's cool. So it's something, you know, new to do every week. Uh, but yeah, you know, don't take life for granted. Do what you want to do and life is short. So, yeah, that's awesome. We did a, um, we did for a little while, we were doing the whole thing of like trying to find the best fish tacos or trying to find the best, you know what I mean? And we would go on these yeah. little treks, you know, around town trying to find who had the best of this or that. And just, just to go out and do something together that was different. Yeah. That's, that's really cool, man. Well, thank yeah, you so much for hanging out with me tonight. I really appreciate it. It's been awesome. Of course. It was a pleasure. Hopefully uh, I gave good answers. <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah. Well, and, and people got, to, I think people got to know a little bit more about you than, than they did. And, and it's great having you on here and we appreciate your videos and, and all your time and your effort and your editing is just 
ridiculous. <laughs> so I just, I still, I mean, I'm so jealous of that. That's awesome. But if I, thank you. Thank you. I know you've helped, I don't know how many people get started just from watching your videos and inspiring people and you inspired us. I mean, that's how we got started from watching your videos. So don't stop, even if it's once a month, you know, definitely, definitely keep them course. coming. So we appreciate yeah, it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Um, before I leave, I told you I was going to have her at least come say hi. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. There she is. Here she is. <laughs> hi. Did you not want to come talk with us or what? What happened? Oh, she actually can't hear. Oh. Hi. Were <laughs> you hiding back there? <laughs> A little bit. He kicked me out. I did not kick you out. Yeah, he did. <laughs> what? I told him you should have been there with us answering all the questions. You see? Well, oh, he can't hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we do another one yeah. then? We'll do another one with you next time, Kayla. Is yeah. That cool? All yeah, right. I'm down for that. Awesome. Very cool. <laughs> Here, <laughs> hey, thank you again, Jaime. Really appreciate it. I told her we'll do we'll do another one with her next time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she should be happy too. Cool. Thank you. Thank you everybody for watching, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, Jaime. Bye. Thank you Have so much. Time. You too. Uh,